Today, we are going to talk about seven things that I find business owners do that make business way, way too hard. So pull up a chair, grab a pen of paper, and come and listen. Welcome to the Behind Her Brand Podcast with your host, Kimberly Spencer. Every week, join Kimberly and her guests for inspiring interviews with passionate business builders, corporate leaders, and catalysts of change. Plus, we will be sharing business and career building strategies and tools that you can use to grow. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our Behind Her Brand podcast. I am your host, Kimberly DeShill Spencer. And today we are going to go over seven things that I find that many people in business make too hard. They add added stress to themselves in one of these seven categories. Now you may find yourself in one. You may say, you know what? I remember going through that when I first started, or maybe you're at a phase where you're scaling up and you're finding yourself in that space. Wherever you find yourself possibly in one of the areas that I'm going to go over, if you recognize one, if you identify, if you feel like, yes, that is so me, I want to challenge you in this moment to really focus on reversing that narrative reversing that perspective because there's so many things already on our back. Why add another thing to make it harder, right? So let's go ahead and jump into this. The first one is, I call it the fill the dream syndrome. And I wrote a blog about this once, and this is where there's a mentality of if I build it, they will come. And this often comes into play whenever we're starting, revamping, trying to scale up, and we create everything new and fresh. We're excited. We're pumped. We tell everyone about it like, hey, here's our new offerings. Here's what we're doing now. And the expectation sometimes that we have is that people will see it and be as equally excited as we are and say, yes, I want to come. Yes, I want to sign up. Yes, you are my solution. And it doesn't happen that way. It rarely happens that way. And the the sad part about that for so many of us is that you know how hard it is to put things in place. You know how much blood, sweat, and tears you put into building your business or your brand. Or even if you're in a career, for example, and you're building everything, you are training yourself, you're growing yourself, you're doing everything. And you're like, okay, I'm here, I'm skilled, and they still don't recognize it, right? So, what I find in this place here is whenever you're in that kind of mindset, it causes you to be paralyzed when you don't see action from the people that you're expecting to see action from. And so what I would challenge you, if you ever feel like, well, I've done everything and they're still not coming, is this is the phase where you have to realize just because you have the bones of your house, your business house, your career house, it still doesn't make it a house. It still doesn't make it a real solid career until you put all the contents inside together, like the connections the relationships, the meeting different people, making sure that, you know, making sure that everything in the inside is equally gelling, equally running at the same time. You know, we always say that a house is just a house, but it's the people inside that make it a home, right? So it's the same thing in your business and in your career is really making sure that you're building those connections building those relationships, because that's what each of these things are. Businesses grow because of the relationship that you establish with your potential audience and with your established audience. Same thing in careers. It's all based on relationships. So you got to really look at, okay, what am I doing now that I built the structure? Now I got to make it something that people want to come in and learn from, grow from, or I want to make it something that people see me as a viable resource for. So the second thing is overthinking. Oh my gosh, I can't begin to tell you how sometimes I used to fall into this all the time when I first started. And 
it's where you just think over and over about a situation. And I find that whenever you fall into this area, you tend to overanalyze, you might overthink, you might overstress about every single detail. And when that happens so often is there's no action, no commitment, no progress. Overthinking equally paralyzes you as well because you're worrying about all the what ifs and all the, well, okay, this could be this way. Maybe it should be this way. You know what? Maybe I could have done this differently. And when you fall into all of that, it puts you into a tailspin of inaction, no movement, no progress. So one of the things I would encourage you to do if you find yourself overthinking is make a checklist of everything that is actually needed for whatever it is you're launching or whatever it is you need to do. And if everything checks off that checklist, launch, put it out there, create it, host it, whatever it might be, go ahead and move into from overthinking it into actually putting it into place. And that way you can start seeing what needs to be tweaked, worked on, or in some cases, it may perfectly just be fine. Oftentimes overthinking, in my personal opinion, comes from the desire that we have to really put out something very quality, put out something that really and truly represents who you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. It only becomes an issue when it causes you to become like inactive and paralyzed with all the what ifs and no action, which means that you make no progress. Okay. Now, the third thing is planning. Now, while planning what your next steps are seem like an obvious thing to do, right? What I often see is that planning is not taken very seriously or there's over planning. Okay. I understand that plans always can go awry. I understand that not everyone likes structure in this way. I understand all those different components. However, if you're not strategically planning, you will cause chaos in how you grow. Businesses, your career, needs structure, needs some systems, they need direction. Now, how you plan is totally up to your personality. Like, for example, everyone I know when I first got into business said, you need to have a five-year business plan. Well, I created one. It didn't work for me because my thoughts were, you know what? Every few months, my business keeps shifting and changing because I'm also shifting and changing. I'm growing, I'm developing. So I found that for me, having a five-year plan just did not work. So I created a one-year business plan And I broke it up into 90-day increments and I made it very fluid. I made it a part of my day-to-day fabric. I put it on my calendar, like whatever goals I have for the 90 days were placed on my calendar. And I was able to see where I needed to tweak, change, up, up this, I mean, up this, um, maybe add over here, maybe, hey, hang back a little bit over here because I'm, I'm seeing my audience respond better over here than over here. Whatever it might be, I found that 90 day plans for me work better. I was able to look at my marketing more clearly my financials more clearly, my positioning more clearly, and even how I develop my client base more clearly than working off of a long-term plan. Now, I'm not saying long-term plans don't work, but what I'm saying that worked for me, it was easier for me to plan the year and then break it down into chunks of 90 days. So whatever works for you best, it is important that you have a plan in several different areas, especially whether you're building a business or a career. Break down your plans. In a career, maybe your goal is, hey, I want to go to that next level in my career. Well, what are the components that are needed to do that? In business, when you're breaking down your plans, it's important to look at your marketing, your customer development, your financials, and and several other components. It's very important to break down the different components in each area, whether you're building a career or building a business, to move forward. Okay. And more importantly, and I'm going to add this cherry on top, it's important to put your plans inside your calendar. It's important to make it a part of your fabric of your every single day, because if it's just tacked up on the wall, it's not going to move you forward. 
I believe in vision 100%. I believe I even have vision boards, but when I see my vision boards, if I see, okay, this is what I'm trying to achieve, I break it down into steps and I put it into my, my planner so that I can make literally measured steps towards my intended goal. So planning is so important. The next thing is you need to expect the speed bumps. You must. This, the road to success in any category is not paved with gold, as we know. And too often, what I find is that whenever hiccups or bumps or glitches happen, it can stop someone or make someone feel like this business isn't for me. This career isn't for me. Just because you may have had a really big bump or you may have had like a really big, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. It doesn't mean that it's not for you. Oftentimes I find that bumps or hiccups or those little glitches that happen in your career, your business typically are great indicators for you to know where you need to grow more, or it's also a great indicator for you to know where there's glitches in what it is that you're trying to do, create, or pursue. Because whenever I hit a bump in a road, I immediately look at, okay, how could I have avoided that bump? What is this bump supposed to be teaching me in this moment? And every single time I look at it from that perspective, it allows me to shift shift the narrative, how I'm seeing, speaking about it, even shift my perspective on it. And it allows me to say, okay, so every time I hit that, a bump or what have you, I have learned it is necessary for me to grow, to have these moments where I need to, oop, okay, okay, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. This, that was not my desired result. What is it that I need to do differently? What is it that I need to do to shift? And I go from that and I go in that perspective. So I want to encourage you, don't assume, please, that Whenever you have like a rough patch in your career or your business, that it means it's not for you. And in some cases, maybe that might be the case, but very rarely is that the first go-to. So don't immediately go into that particular mindset or thought process at all. Look at the bumps or the, or the hiccups along the way as ways for you to course correct, change, or consider saying, you know what, this is a good learning lesson for me. The other area is looking at all the numbers. This is another area that we make our businesses too hard. In a world that is dominated by social media, right now, people are always focusing on likes and comments and things of that nature. And while numbers are good, while looking at how you're growing and, and your analytics are important, I want to encourage you not to allow your numbers to paralyze you because you may not have many followers. You may not have huge engagement, but you may have a very engaged audience. Like when you post something, you get a result. Or if you post something, whether it's career or business-wise, again, you may get people to comment. You may get people to say, hey, I'm interested, or hey, I'm reaching out. Your desired result is to create some form of action. But don't paralyze yourself and review yourself as, well, no one seems to be engaging like they are over here. The numbers that are very important, when, especially when it comes to if you're a business owner, are the numbers that really are shifting your business forward. Your profit numbers, your expenses, you know, your sales, things of those nature. Those things are very, very key. Those are the numbers that I would encourage you to really really focus on. Now, that being said, yes, it's important to track how you're growing. Yes, it's important to look at all the different analytics, but look at the right numbers because I find people will literally, literally put themselves in a press ball when they're looking at likes and um, do people share my content? Do they do this? Do they do that? They look at that so much to where that's the only thing they focus on and not focusing on the different actions that are really necessary to move your business forward. Okay. The next area is inconsistency. Here's the thing. I talked to you guys in an earlier podcast about no like trust and 
if you're inconsistent with posting, inconsistent with your um, offerings, inconsistent with how you present your business, people are not going to trust you. More importantly, they can't get to know you when you're inconsistent. They're not going to end up liking you and they are not definitely going to trust you. You're Typically, you would not invest your dollars or your time or your resources to anyone or anything that you don't see a consistency in or consistent action in or see that they take a good care of what they're presenting to their audience, right? And here's the thing, what I find often is that this is not an intended situation. Most people want to be consistent, but life happens. You know, they get busy or kids or this or that, and it's understandable. But if you find that this is an area that is hard for you to be consistent in the marketing and your social media and doing all the different things that you need to do, there are really great programs out there that you can use that can help you batch your content and have it rolled out automatically. So that way you can spend a couple of days building good content and upload it and have it run automatically. And that way you're not falling into an area of inconsistency because you want to build that trust. You want people to get to know you and you want them to know that you're serious about what it is you're doing. Okay. Now, the last thing is lack of investment. And this one I'm very passionate about because so often I find people do things alone. They go at it alone. Invest in a group of people, whether it's a program, whether it's a training or what have you, that you can be around that are like-minded. Invest that time, whether it's just making good connections, whether maybe it's a, a financial investment you're making in to develop yourself, whatever that looks like for you, make that investment. It is important to constantly invest in yourself, constantly invest in the relationships that are around you. Because here's the thing, you are not going to be the same business person or career professional from day one that you're going to be at day 90. You're not. But if you're not constantly growing yourself, developing yourself, being around people that are also like-minded and are trying to move forward and grow and build, you're going to find that you're going to grow slowly or not grow at all. That is so key. Okay. So whether you decide to invest in a program where you can do some um, self-development, or whether you attend live events, maybe you're purchasing books or podcasts online, whether you get into an online forum, whatever that looks like for you, make the decision to invest in yourself because it will develop you. It will grow you and it will shift you forward. Okay. So those are the seven areas. And if you find yourself falling into any of those areas, again, I encourage you to just pause and see how you can shift the narrative, shift the perspective and any areas you feel like Hey, yeah, Kim, I tend to overthink or yeah, I don't plan like I should. Or maybe, you know, you're focusing on everyone liking you on social media versus focusing on people really engaging with your content and signing up for the things that you're trying to do. Maybe you're not consistent. Whatever it might be, you can course correct it. And I'm going to challenge you to do that and find ways that work for you on how to do that. Okay. So I hope looking at some of these different things helps you because I'm a big believer in always looking at where you are at different stages of your business, different stages of your growth, because it's important to keep self-sharpening ourselves, right? It's important to keep pouring into ourselves, making sure that we're not falling into anything that can cause any hindrance to where we're trying to go. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. Um, thank you guys again for listening to the Behind Her Brand podcast. You can find more information about what it is that we do at www.behindherbrand.net. You guys have a wonderful day.